With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. My name is Andrew Downs coming to you on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Uh, Not just beautiful here in the state of Iowa because of the weather, which is fantastic, but also because in heaven there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. It's nice to say that in 2020, nice to get to do one of these instant reactions after a Hawkeye win, and not just any old win, a uh, absolutely dominating blowout of Michigan State inside Kinnick Stadium this afternoon, 49-7. to Hawkeyes, they score in all three phases of the game, a punt return touchdown, an interception return touchdown, and then obviously uh, several offensive touchdowns uh, to go with it. We'll get into a lot of this stuff, but just first of all, ah, just doesn't that, doesn't that feel good? Doesn't that feel better? Isn't it amazing how much better everything seems after a win? It feels like the team is united. The culture is fine. <laughs> It's just amazing how a big win like that can erase a lot of the the bad feelings, the bad thoughts, uh, the bad conversations that were happening around the program. Obviously, there's a lot to go and a short week now to get ready for a good Minnesota team. But uh, nonetheless, we will enjoy this one uh, at least for this week. Spencer Petras looked good. He had a good game. Not a great game. Not a perfect game by any means. Still has room to grow. And uh, still has things to work on. Needs to find some touch in those short passes. If, if their screen game is going to do anything, he's going to have to be a lot better at that. Um, needs to find, you know, just just needs to still kind of settle in a little bit. But you got to remember this is just his third game. You know, most starting quarterbacks making their first starts for a season have three non-conference games. And sure, one of those would be against an Iowa State team that in some years is good and some years isn't. But uh, usually gets a few games under their belts before they have to go into to Big Ten play and play games that you know really really matter. And uh, Spencer Peace just didn't get that opportunity, and uh, so I feel good about where he is right now. You gotta love what you saw out of Tyler Goodson today. Uh, he looked fantastic. He had that one really long what seventy one yard run. Uh, he scored a couple of touchdowns. Had one hundred and thirteen yards on just fourteen carries. So he looked great. Makai Sargent, a couple of touchdowns, just nine carries and just 31 yards, but punched it in twice uh, from short distance. Even got Gavin Williams in there. Ivory Kelly Martin had a had a, a couple of nice plays. Charlie Jones with a couple of really nice jet sweeps, and, and we'll certainly talk more about Charlie Jones uh, today and then in the coming week because this kid's got something special, um, and he looked fantastic, certainly on the punt return, uh, several punt returns. You, you could kind of tell it was he was getting close to breaking one first couple of opportunities he had and then of course he finally did a really balanced attack from Iowa today a great play calling from Brian Ferentz certainly early in the game uh, Iowa's offense just marched down scored a couple of touchdowns uh, I saw a lot of people on on Twitter and stuff 
you know, worried about what happened against Northwestern and, and maybe that coming back to bite Iowa. But then I also saw, you know, Joe Hugan, among others, talking about, you know, this is a different situation. These weren't fluky things. These weren't short drives. These weren't easy plays. These were uh, long, sustained drives where I was really kind of punishing Michigan State, and it was fantastic. Hawkeyes with 405 total yards, 226 on the ground, and 179 through the air. Uh just just great. Kind of fun to see Alex Padilla come in. I, I put on Twitter, if you had told me Alex Padilla was going to play in this game, I would not have thought it was be- for a good reason. I would not have thought because uh, Iowa was the team doing the blowing out. Um, and so good to definitely get him some uh, some reps as, you know, in this COVID world, you never really know what's going to happen. Uh, some issues defensively and on the back end, certainly. Uh, uh, Hankins got lost one time. Moss got lost one time. Rocky Lombardi did not have a good game. Three interceptions. Uh, didn't play well overall, but uh, he did did find a couple of guys deep, and and that that's a bit of a concern. But Riley Moss also uh, came back with that interception return for a touchdown, and you know really hard to to nitpick a defense that played the way Iowa's defense did today. Gave up just seven uh, points and. Really put a lot of pressure on Lombardi. I mean, he was he had some happy feet there in the pocket, and uh, he was getting pressured a lot. Davion Nixon uh, again with another big game. He is uh, he's an absolute stud. And Iowa's defensive line and, and linebackers seem to be kind of coming together and gelling. And, and I think that's a really really good sign as Iowa now takes a turn into uh, the tougher part of its schedule. Uh, Tory Taylor. Man, what can you say about Tory Taylor? Too bad Keith Duncan couldn't get his one field goal. He did have seven extra points, uh, so that's nice. But uh, I saw somebody tweet, uh, does Iowa have the best you know, two kickers in in the country? And I think you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody else. Tory Taylor had seven punts, an average of 45.9 yards, five of those inside the 20, a 61-yard long, and 321 yards of punting. That's more than a Michigan State gained on the day, 286 yards for the Spartans, uh, 321 for Tory Taylor. Just a fun day, a fun game. It's going to be really interesting to see, you know, how I would then, again, in this short week, kind of takes a turn, and, and you're going up to Minnesota and a, a Minnesota team that certainly is looking for revenge and uh, thinks they can beat Iowa. Hopefully, Iowa now has some more confidence. You also like to see Iowa do something like this without Amir Smith-Marset, and not because you don't want the best for that kid or, or you don't think he's an important part of this team because uh, both of those things are certainly true, but for him to have to sit and watch this game and watch this offense do what they did and watch this team have this kind of fun uh, inside Kinnick Stadium, it, it adds to that punishment. Uh, it makes him maybe think about what he did more and, and maybe realize uh, he's only got a few games left of, of his college career. And you, you miss a game like this, that's a big one. Uh, so hopefully he comes back with a renewed focus. Hopefully he has hit the kind of milestones that he needs to hit within the program and within the university to come back on Friday. Last week, Kirk Ferentz certainly seemed like that was the case, that, that he would just miss this one game. And uh, I was going to need him at some point. The connection that Spencer Petrus has with Brandon Smith right now, certainly in the red zone, is fantastic. I mean, the... the the throw and catch they had for the first touchdown against Northwestern uh, was incredible, and then again today, uh, the the two of them just look like they are connected, and that's a really really good thing to see from a young quarterback and a veteran wide receiver. Hopefully, we'll see some more of that again. Petrus needs to uh, needs to figure a few things out yet, uh, but he 
He looks good. He's got to feel good after a game like this today. I don't have a ton else to say. This is kind of a short one. Uh, I'm super excited. I want to go celebrate, right? Like I want to, I want to <laughs> get outside. I want to uh, enjoy this weather. I want to enjoy this day. What a glorious day it is uh, in heaven. There is no beer. Forty-nine to seven, Hawkeyes win. One and two in the on the season. Uh, one and two. Obviously, in conference, as those are the only games that are going to be played this season. Taking a look around uh, the rest of the Big Ten real quick. Michigan falls again. Indiana. Oof. Indiana up to 3-0 and now. They were ranked 13th going into this game. They look like a top-10 team right now, a 38-21 win over Michigan. Michigan, a couple of, couple of tough losses now. They're going to fall out of the rankings. Uh, and then our friends to the west, Nebraska, stay defeated as our friends. Northwestern stay undefeated. A 21 to 13 win by Northwestern today over Nebraska. Um, another rough start for Scott Frost and the boys over in Lincoln. Uh, and man, if Northwestern, he, ah, that's that's going to be the game. That's going to be the game. I mean, depending on what Iowa does from here on out. Um, and certainly there were missed opportunities against Purdue. But it's going. It feels like right now, if Northwestern puts together a good season. That's going to be the game we all look at and say, uh, if we had just maybe run the ball a few more. I, I, I don't want to get negative. Don't want to get negative on this. Uh, this is a happy day. It's a happy podcast. Um, we're going to have a lot more. This entire game will be covered, obviously, on HawkeyeNation.com. We'll have stories from Rob Howe and Rick Brown and John Bonencamp, a, a notebook from Anna Kaiser. Uh, Lucy Rodine will certainly have something to say about this game as she has a uh, an ongoing feud with Michigan State fans, so that'll be fun. I will have my podcast with John Miller on Monday. I will uh, talk with somebody who covers Minnesota at some point next week for the opposition research, and then Thursday night on KXNO from 7 to 8, the Hawkeye Nation radio show where Joe Schmelka and myself We'll uh, take a look back at this win and a look ahead to the Minnesota game. Again, remember that is Friday night, a 6 o'clock kick. That's about it. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you all for listening, and go Hawks!